Yo, dude. What up? Hi, Abe. Before we uh, went live, as we would say, we were just talking about that scene from Straight Outta Compton where Easy e is doing Boys in the Hood. And the way he first... Well, Ice Cube wrote the lyrics, right? Yeah. And the way he first drops it is, Cruising down the street in my six fault. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> that, that's one day. Let's run it back. And then, and then eventually, this time, this time, this time, you gotta feel it. You gotta lean into that shit. And then end up being <laughs> cruising down the street in my six foot, jocking the bitches, slapping the hoes. I like what he goes. What he goes. I look around right now. I see a rapper. I see a rapper. I ain't a rapper. <laughs> he goes. Well, you're the only one with a six foot. You got a six four? No. You got a six four? Man, I ain't got no car. There's no way, if you've seen Straight Out Compton, there's no way they just decided out of nowhere, hey, let's make Easy e a rapper. Yeah. No, Easy e was like, all right, if I'm giving you the money to start this record label, I'm on half this shit. Yeah, that, that's really what happened. And he probably always rapped. Oh, God, yeah. You don't just, and you don't sound that good. No. Just out of nowhere. No. Just because Dr. Dre said, try actually pretending like you want to be a rapper. <laughs> You don't go from not rapping to, woke up quick at about noon, just thought I had to be in Compton soon. I got to get drunk before the day begins, before my mother starts bitching about my friends. Oh. <laughs> yo, yo, no, 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 E, E, you got to, no, 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 you got you to gotta lean into that line right there. Pretend like. What y'all laughing? What y'all laughing at? Man, get them out of here, man. I love how Ice Cube had the best voice, and he wrote all the lyrics, but he had to share the lyrics with people. Yep. <clears throat> well, I think the DOC was writing them, too, right? Oh, or was, yeah. Uh, it was no, either DOC or, uh, No, yeah, Ren. Yo, man, these are, yo, these are the real voices, man. Yeah. I have to say these... Um, I know we covered this before because I, I gave people that fake name when they'd call me for spam calls. I'd say my name was Snake Sabo. That's right. And then I played I played the audio of, of me, you know, hi, Mr. Sabo. But I, I just got a call right now for John, because I, I always say John now whenever they, <laughs> they call me. And like, yeah. they have no sh- these people have no shame. They actually will, when you say you have the wrong number, they'll actually change the name to the name you give them. Yep. They go, oh, I'm sorry, what was your name? Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, and then that, now John with that number is in their spam library. It's crazy. Like, how do you have no shame at all? Can't you just, elim- I mean, if someone's telling you, like, to F off every time you call them, most likely you're not going to get a sale from that person, right? Well, yeah, but you may uh, get a call from a hot sounding girl next to who wants to just ask you a couple uh-huh. questions, and the next thing you know, you just signed up for whatever they asked they're trying to get you to sign up for. Uh-huh. Can I talk to John? Is this John? I heard your name was. Yeah, what's up? Yo, what's up, baby? (laughs) (laughs) That's how it starts with the phone. Yo, what's up, girl? Yeah. I heard they call you the snake. Yo, girl. Yo, you know I'm playing, right? (laughs) I heard you with that. I like a sabo. Hi. Is this. Now, let me me rub my tit against the phone and take down your (laughs) security number. Hi. Is this Daniel (laughs) Bass? (laughs) It is. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, let me take my shirt off. Hang on. Um, I can wait. I can wait. Now, 
have you been to Florida lately? Now that you mention it, it's been a long time. How would you like a free trip to Florida? All you have to do is pay $389. Can I take you with me? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> All right, well, you know where I'll be if you want to come down. <laughs> I'll be in Florida. Yeah, what's up, girl? I, the, the one I've been doing lately is, ooh, hey, and Carol. Ooh. <laughs> Anytime they call, and they, they eventually hang up because at first they'll be like, hello, Carol, is this your, is your dad home? Well, I didn't go to school. The way it really happens is that you pick up the phone and you go, hello, and then all of a sudden you hear another ring. And then oh, you yeah. hear like, then you hear a click, and it sounds like <laughs> the, whoever just picked up the phone is standing in the middle of like a Walmart during Black Friday. <laughs> and you're like, hello, can I please speak to a Daniel Levi? Yeah, they always mess it up. Hello, yeah, can they, I speak it's, to it's a not B? even close. Well, the last one was, can I speak to the B canane? I'm like, who? A B canane? How dumb. It's like when I'm at Starbucks and they go, Abe? Abe! Abe! Like, your last name is spelled K A N A N. So I, I get that there could be a little bit That's of That's fine. Off. I don't mind the K-A-N-A-N-A-N. last name. But if you're, if you're fucking up the name Abe, <laughs> you're already, you've already made it through life poorly. Yeah. Like, how have you never heard of Abe Lincoln or something like exactly. that? I mean, that, that that's, even if you're not even from this country, you've heard of Abraham Lincoln. But it's it's Americans who mess it up. Um, Ab- Abe, I think they're so used to weird names that when they see a name, they automatically... It's like that... Um, that key, well, I, wonder, key and I, wonder if, like, I wonder if, I wonder if, like, if that's in Spanish, people do go by the name Abe and it's pronounced Abe. I don't think so. Remember the Key and Peel thing where he's like, <laughs> yo, A-A-Ron. And it was Aaron... <laughs> I, you know, I never watched Keenan Peel's once. You should watch the Key and Peel with a substitute teacher because he—it's—it's it's a, it's a teacher. He messes up all the names. Aaron. He's like, yo, a Aaron. <laughs> name was Aaron. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but you—you you have to be really stupid to mess up the name Abe. Abe. And I love when people like your name's Base, right? Like Base, like. Well, that is boom, that is a name boom. that you call me, yeah. No, no, but you know what I'm saying, like. Obviously, it's because you have a deep voice. You're called bass, right? So yeah. when people say, hey, is bass going to be on today? B-A-S-E. Like, there's two different kinds of basses. There's bass, like bass up in your ear, like, yo, yo, where's my bass? Yo, where's my snare? That kind of bass. And then yeah. there's like, oh, this is the bass coat for the, the wall. Like, we're going to paint with a bass coat. Or you're, you can you can now run the first bass. You just got to hit. Yeah. So it's B-A-S-S is bass. That would be the sound. And then sometimes, because it's also spelled the same way, they have to call you Bass. Because that would be the name of a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I'm okay with, too. I don't really care. Uh, is Bass going to be on today? Actually, you know what? Mr. Skin always goes, what's up, Bass? And I'm always, I never correct him because it's Mr. Skin. But I'm always like, every time I see him, I'm like... Here, Bass, I'm getting, hey, up, base, hang on. I'm, I'm getting a call as we speak. Watch. Huh? Hello, this is Katie. Hey, Katie. From the healthcare and Ooh. Regards to your oh, see, this is this is one of the ones where it's like a pre-recording. Oh, those boo. aren't as, those aren't as fun. Hi, this is Katie, and I just want to ruin your day. <laughs> yeah, actually, I've been getting a lot of like on my cell phone. Yeah, it's always been the, popping up. They've been popping up as numbers that are very similar to mine. Yeah, that's what just happened on mine. The first three numbers were the same. They do that. They and, type in the fake number, and, and they've been in Japanese. Oi, oi. 
don't even know. No, it's a recording. It's like, and then I then I hit the number nine. Usually is the button or zero is what gets to a person. And then I I say myself, and I'm like, I'm sorry, man, I don't speak your language. So funny, and then click. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. There has there there should be you should have to pay the price right for doing that. Well, this is coming. Yeah. This is coming from a guy who's been who's done. Thousands of prank calls over his life. I was going to say. So who am I? Who am I to judge? Uh, it sucks when karma catches up to you, doesn't it? Yeah, you're right. This is me. This is me paying the price for all those prank calls I did. I still think a proper prank call to you is still what's coming for you. Yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to prank call me. Yes, only because you have every excuse in the world not to actually get out of your chair and do something. <laughs> Most prank calls are primitive that you spark some sort of outrage by getting them to get up and do something. Yeah, I already have three lies lined up. You you already before your phone before well, as you're looking at the phone, you already have two go tos. Should it go either way? <laughs> like I said, I'm going to my uncle's house. That one's been ruined. And and you know, yeah. I actually do stuff at my like you know that I I do stuff with my uncle sometimes. And yeah, I actually, yeah. but but now when I say it. And I'm serious. It's like the boy who cried wolf, right? Because now I, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm going to my right, uncle's. So right, like, yeah, okay. Abe, if you right. didn't want to do it, just say it. You don't have to lie. I'm like, no, I swear to you. I swear to God. <laughs> That's the pro- I, you know, you see a you see a picture of Abe at a casino. Well, I just want twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I did go to my uncle's. Then we went to the casino. I have been watching videos on crap strategies. You know, like have you really? Yeah, but it turns out they're all just BS. Like it just when you roll dice, it just whatever comes out comes. I was gonna say the luck of the luck of the roll. But you watch these videos, and there's these guys like, "Yo, man, I know how to I know how to set the dice, man. Look, yo, watch this, boom, yo, this is the sixes, six, boom, boom. There, there is one video, it, and it's always and it's always like a bad video edit where like <laughs> yeah, the guy exactly. throws the dice, and they're not even the same color of dice that that are wrong. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you just he rolls red dice and you see a black black dice roll a six. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. See. Of course, there's no. You know what? I was watching a video. I swear, this guy he was rolling dice. He wasn't rolling them like on a craps table. He was just kind of rolling them in front of him. But he he called every single number. He's like, "Yo, see, if I have the two on top, if I roll these together, it's gonna be an eight. And every every time he rolled it. You should look that video up. It's crazy. But he's not. But seeing craps, you have to roll them across the table, and you have to hit the back wall. So that that's what kind of changes it up. Uh, but I guess there is a way to roll dice if you're just rolling them in front of you to roll whatever you want. Man. So they're like, uh, he's been guess, kicked out of every casino. It's true. Yeah, you love that. I'm, I'm not even allowed these casinos, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you how to make your riches. Do you ever see that guy Vegas Dave? He gives his sports picks. He's like, I've been kicked out of every casino, and then he gives like, so he had a, he has a Facebook channel, and I would watch it, and you could tell when he got the game wrong because he'd have to come on and apologize, and he's like, <laughs> oh you, he's like, if you're complaining about me losing my lock, like he'll, he'll okay, so okay, so he'll tell you, you know, bet X amount of units. Like this is my lock pick. So he's like, anyone who bets their whole bankroll on one game is 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 a, is a degenerate, and I don't want to work with you anyway. 
and it's always oh, no, no matter no matter what he and then when he gets a game right he just talks about it for like a week i i, I told you guys my lock pick was the falcons the falcons hit I, I congratulations everyone who got on board for that one. If you want to get on this week's pick, it's 190 whatever it is, and it's like whenever he gets locked, like he, I bet again on, on the World Series, I bet against what he said, and I was right. And then he comes on the next day, he's like, "All you degenerates out there," he's like, "I don't want to work with you guys anyway." But if, if you were if you're in it for the long haul like me, then stick around, and I'm going to give you some picks. It's like God. if he's right, he's he's obnoxious. If he's wrong, he's obnoxious. It's it's almost as if somebody once did that for our radio show. Just kept doing things, and when he got one right, he would go nuts. And when he got it wrong, he would go out and read a statement of why he got it wrong. Sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, oh, you mean me with the best bet of the week? Yeah, <laughs> I did good with the best bet of the week. I won like five in a row. But then, see, I can't. I see that's the difference between me and this guy. First of all, I'm giving out free picks. Second of all, I can't handle when I lose because I don't want people to lose. So, right. so even though I okay, so I won five in a row, then I lost like two in a row, then I won one, lost one, won one, and it's like that's not good enough for me. So I had to just pull the plug on it. Well, it was fun to watch you dance around when you lose. <laughs> that is a lot of pressure. It is. It's like especially since we have listeners that actually really follow you via almost uh, almost to the Bible. I mean, there's a way to look at these games too, though. Where these trap games, where you could kind of figure out where they're trying to steer you, and then you go the other way. Like if it's the Patriots and the Dolphins, and it's only the Dolphins are only getting three points, so like the Patriots are minus three. It should be like the Patriots minus fifteen, right? So it's like, True. wait, that's weird. So everyone's going to put money on the Patriots. I'll put money on the Dolphins, and then I'm going to get lucky and win. Right. That's kind of how I look at it now. Pretty much any so you bit. Look for the, so you look for the trap instead of the best bet. And that is my best bet, usually. I'm looking for the game where it's just a complete, it just looks like a complete trap. Like, why, why would you ever? How could Vegas make money with the Patriots minus three? If they're going to win, because everyone's going to take the Patriots. I guess the Dolphins. All the money's going to be on the Patriots in that case. Like, if it was the Patriots and the Bears, and it was Patriots minus three, who would bet on the Bears except me? Because I'd be like, hmm, looks fishy to me. Because it should be like <laughs> minus 10 or something. <laughs> See, now that they're making sports Let betting. Me, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this. What was the last time you turned on a sporting event and actually enjoyed it because you had no money on it? I, I watched the Bears preseason game yesterday. Or what day was that? Friday. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I don't expect you to bet on that. <laughs> but you watch you watch all four quarters of that. No, I, I just watched until they took the starters out. But I, I actually oh. haven't bet. I haven't bet on sports games in like at least a year. Okay, but once football starts up, it's go time, right? Uh, I mean, if I find a good a good place to make my bets, maybe. You lying? Every time I talk to you, like. Okay, I got this fantasy guy going on, but then I got this parlay where I need this two teams to win. <laughs> and then I got then I got the Raiders. No, I said if I find last, so. if I find a good a good outlet to put my bets in. Like I I don't like doing it online really, and the guys I was using are just I'm not really using them anymore. So that's what I'm oh, saying. Okay. I need to find something new. You know, I'm gonna get a bunch of messages. Yo, wait, man, I'm running a book, and just let me know if you want to get in. <laughs> here, here, here's the. Is that, v- they call, is that how they call, they say? I'm running a book. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm a bookie. I'm Rob. I, I, yo, I run book. I run book, man. If you want to get in on it, but I people pe- people think like bookies are going away with the new legislation about how sports gambling is gonna be legal and and pretty. It should be legal in every state pretty soon, hopefully. Yeah. But we, you know what I realized? We live in one of the most corrupt states who doesn't let anything be legal. And check no. this out. Check this out too. Do you know that? Okay, so all those slot machines. You know how every bar now has slot machines. Yeah. I heard that it killed off like half the money that casinos were making in Illinois and it didn't cover that half. So like just to make the numbers easy, right? So they let's say they were making 18 million a year off the casinos. Right. Once they put in the slot machines, that cut in half to 9 million off the casinos and they were right. only making about 3 million off the slots. Wow. So so by bringing I, But to be honest, ever since they put those slots in the uh Scattered restaurants around Chicago and Illinois. I've never heard of anybody winning off those of you. Uh, I know people have won, but th- those are the people who put their whole paycheck in the slot machine. At around here, I mean, I don't thought about like, like casinos yet, but I've never heard of anybody that they put slot those cheesy slot machines in these. Yeah, my friend, a friend of mine, won like twelve hundred bucks in one of those. Really? Yeah, but he but he bets a lot. Like, he, sure, he had that twelve hundred once, but it's like. Every time he plays, he bets like five hundred. Yeah, but he, lost, he probably lost about twenty five hundred getting to that. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, wow. so okay. so now now they're trying to like make it harder for those bars and, and restaurants to get slot machines because they realize it was a mistake putting them in. So now, interesting. So now the sports betting is going to be the thing that saves casinos, right? Because people are going to, sure. but 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 it's not going to get rid of bookies because degenerate gamblers don't have. Like okay, let's say you're a degenerate gambler and you want to put five hundred on the Patriots. If you right. if, if you're doing it legally, you have to go to the casino with five hundred dollars and put the bet in. A degenerate gambler could call up his bookie or do it because bookies have apps now. So you just go on the app. You could bet five hundred dollars, but you don't have to put that money up front. Yeah, you just have to get for it. Well, you get credit, so like the, the bookie might start you out with five hundred, thousand, ten thousand, whatever it is, whatever he thinks you're good for. But degenerates always bet with money they don't have. Ah, uh, so it's never going to end. Like it's not going to end bookies because you no. can't just you can't just call up uh, you know Caesars and be like, "Hey, uh, put me down for five hundred." <laughs> <laughs> Well, you could probably call the credit card, right? Just say, hey, I got a credit card, and boom, and all of a sudden you're good to go. They, they usually don't take credit cards. That's interesting. But if you want to bet online, like sports gambling online, you could use your credit card. Ah, I gotcha. So I'm sure, that, I'm sure a lot of people didn't go into bankruptcy because of that. <laughs> like, no. Like, you have a, like, especially people with like a big limit, like a, like a $50,000 limit. Can you imagine like putting in five hundred every week? Oh, yeah, people will do that for a living though, right? I guess. I mean, there has to be a way, just like any game, right? Like, if you if you just keep betting double, if you have a big enough bankroll, aren't you going to win at some point? You will, but then after you spend however much you've had to get to that point, you've already spent more than you've gotten back. I mean, if I have a million dollars, eventually I'm going to win. If I if I just keep betting, so if I start out with $100, then 200 400 800 16 32 64 12 8 25,000 like at some point you're gonna win right so no, no, you're never gonna strike it's just 
how much have you lost to get it? To get you'll never get back more than you put in. Well, no, because you're, you're, when you double it, you're always going to get back one bet. Right. So, like, if you bet ten dollars, right? You lose. You bet twenty. Now you've you've won ten dollars. Right. So you're always you've always you always kind of start off with a negative. If you lost two in a row, you lose the ten dollar bet, the twenty dollar bet. When you win forty, that's thirty dollars down and ten up. So you always whatever whenever you do that double, you always get one bet. So depending on what it is, if it's a hundred dollars, ten dollars, whatever. Right. So, I and I know you could easily lose ten hands of blackjack in a row, but aren't you going to win like the thirteenth hand or the fifteenth hand or something? Depends what kind of luck you're rocking there, bud. And I'm sure if you're playing that way, the casino is going to be like, "Hey, uh, we're going to have to cut you off at uh, twenty five thousand dollars bets." <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, uh, sir, you just earned yourself a free trip to the buffet. We'll see you in a little while. <laughs> hey, why don't you take a break for a while? Yeah. Why don't you go? Uh, why don't you go talk to that hooker over there? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. We have a couple hookers ready to go to your. We got a couple uh, just over by the penny spots. We got a couple with all teeth in there. Go ahead. You know what? I, I feel like a hooker would be a pretty good bargaining chip to get someone off a table. Hey, why don't you take? Hey, girls, why don't you take the girls upstairs for a while? And, and uh, like, hey, dude, that, you, you've been playing excellent. Why don't you go ahead and go get yourself a blowjob? Come back down. <laughs> we'll, keep your, we'll keep your chair warm. Yeah, take these hookers upstairs. <laughs> I feel like with the way things are now, that couldn't happen, right? Vegas is good. It couldn't happen here. Well, everyone's gambling that even if you are up, eventually you're going to start doing a stupid move and lose all that money. But if you're one of those guys that just crushes it every day in Vegas, I'm sure they wouldn't care. No, I'm talking about the hookers. I'm sure they wouldn't care in Vegas. Mm. Yeah, Vegas is like the last spot where they're like really dehumanizing women, right? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Vegas is like the last spot on earth where you can smoke inside and pretty much just live out every dirty fantasy you possibly could have. Yeah, with no repercussions. Hey, there's a reason why Lamar Odom almost died. It was in it was in it was in well, Nevada. That, well, that was even worse. That was in uh, that was at the Bunny Ranch in like in like Reno. Yeah, but I'm just saying, the whole all of Nevada life just everything that that you know and every moral that you have just gets left at the airplane when you walk off. Oh yeah, everything's available. Yeah. Have you ever been to Reno? I've never been outside of Las Vegas. Okay, because I feel like Reno is probably like Vegas only dirtier. Like it's like the Gary, yeah. Indiana of Nevada. I can only imagine, I, like I said, I've never, I've, I've only been off this trip a couple of times. Every time I go off this trip, I'm like, whoa. It's like when you, when you're walking in New York at late at night, and somehow you make a left turn, like on a, on a street, if you're walking, and all of a sudden you realize you're the only one on that street, and you're like, holy shit, how do I get out of there? Oh, yeah. And that's kind of like what it is when you walk around Vegas and find yourself on the strip. I couldn't even imagine being in Vegas and being like, wait a minute, I'm in Reno? <laughs> I think people, when they're in a casino, they automatically feel like they're in Vegas. Like, this girl was talking about, like, oh, man, I love the nightlife. I'm like, you're in an Indiana casino. There is no nightlife here. Yeah. First of all, they're charging you for drinks. Second of all, everything is still regulated by Indiana. Oh, yeah. I was, okay, so I was playing poker there, like, I don't know, like a month ago. And I'm in the bathroom taking care of business. And I heard this guy, and he's like, um... Hey man, let me, he's like, let me get a blast. I'm all out. Is is a blast? Is that cocaine? I would assume. And then the guy goes, 
oh man, I'm all out. And the, and the guy who asked for blast, he just kept going, oh man, that's crazy. He's wow. like, yo, he goes, he goes, you should have told your girl. He goes, man, that's crazy. And then he goes, I, I can make a call for you. And he's like, man, that's crazy. And then, <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, okay, let me make a call for you. And the guy goes, all right, well, let me just take this shit real quick. But like, first of all, is a blast uh, like snorting cocaine? I would assume. Why would you yell that in a bathroom? It's like you, you he, well, he obviously guys, thought he was in Vegas at like 3 a.m. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're even if you're not in Vegas, if you're still in a casino, especially if you're in Gary, Indiana, I'm sure that's common lingo. Yo, man, let me get a blast. I mean, I've never, I've never been to a casino where it's the right part of town, right? Uh usually not. Yeah. Even if I, even, especially in Iowa, where they have all the Indian reservations, the minute you cross over, you're like, I said, you could get killed right now. Nobody would actually <laughs> be able to help. You're right. There are places like that where you feel like you could get like there, when I was okay. So when you're on Old Vegas, like the downtown, uh, you know, Fremont Street. Go walk a couple blocks. Like I walked into the shadiest looking casino ever, and you're right. It's like I, I could probably get killed in here. No one would care. Oh yeah, not only would they not care, but it's like it's good for their like economy that you get killed. <laughs> Strip him. Yeah. Oh, great. We 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 needed that one more for the quota. Welcome down. <laughs> How much money do you have on him? Uh, forty dollars. Shit. Dead bodies usually worth at least a hundred. We'll yeah. You have a nice telephone. We'll take it. That's why you should always have. Do you have the find my friends on your phone? I do. Do you have? Who do you have it linked with? Your wife. You know what? I don't even know if I even have it linked. I just have it turned on. I haven't actually like. Gone. You should link. You should have someone. You know, I'm, there's always those guys who don't want their wives to know where they're at, though. Because they're always yeah, doing well, something shady, but like you're not. As much, you're, as, I, as much as I'd like to say, I have that kind of life outside of work. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you're not one of those guys. <laughs> like, it doesn't. It's not going to affect you having your wife know where you're at. Yeah, but it's good. Inventive advice. The times I'm not at work, I'm usually sitting right next to her, looking at my phone while she's looking at her phone. <laughs> so it's not exactly like, oh hey, where did Dan go? Oh, he must be in the bathroom. But it's good to have that find my friends set up because. Or actually, what's the thing? As long as you have that other thing set up on your phone, you sh- you could find it. That the find my phone. Yeah, the find my phone. But the find my friends, you could always see where your person's at. So, like, if you uh, had a kid, if you let's say DJ gets a, a, an iPhone at some point, you could set that up, that up. And you'll always know where he's at. That's a good idea. But I forgot you could. They you just have that find my uh, phone app on your phone. True, but that'd be easier. But I mean, how? First of all. If I killed someone and I took their phone, the first thing I would do is turn off their phone, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Or smash it. <laughs> smash it. All right? It always looks so desperate seeing someone smashing. They're so afraid. I know. The last pin was at the smoking like Buffalo it. Casino. Like People always really like try to smash their phone like it still works. Like, oh, man, shit. They try to step on it just all mangled up, but it's still working. Yeah. Stepping on it isn't going to do anything. No. Literally throwing it into a lake is probably the best bet you're going to have. I don't even know if that's going to work. Because, I mean, I, I drop my phone on rocks, like, all the time, and nothing happens to it. Yeah. I've dropped my phone countless times. The screen looks fine. 
Everything still works great. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, what did we do while taking a dump before we had the cell phone? I know people used to read uh, newspapers. We, I, I would have uh, your bathroom would be littered with like Sports Illustrated and and whatever magazine somebody else would make back some and stuff. I mean, when, when, when else would I read a stuff magazine that I would when I was getting shit? <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. We had a subscription of stuff and Maxim, just so I could read how Alyssa Milano likes what, what she likes doing her free time while she's in a bikini. <laughs> yeah. So, Alyssa, what do you do when you're not set? Well, I like to bake cookies, and it's her, like, on all fours in a bikini. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and how do you like, what do you look for sex in your partner? I like a guy who actually knows what he's doing down there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That is the worst. The, the women. It's it's always oh, we've yeah, talked about yeah. it a million times, but it's like the inspirational quote or something that has nothing to do with them being naked. Yeah, and meanwhile they're like, "I like to cook," and it's them like in an apron and a thong. Have you seen the like? It'll say like "F cancer," and it's them in a bikini or something. No. Someone was like, "I don't." They were talking about something. I don't know, someone uh, died or something. That's a campaign I could get behind. They're like F cancer or something, and then they were, I don't remember if they were in a bikini, but it was a very pro- provocative picture. <laughs> it's like, how, what, what kind of combination is that? Shouldn't you be dressed conservative if you're talking about F cancer? I was going to say, if you're trying to talk about a very, uh, a very serious matter, maybe bikinis and thongs aren't really doing it. It's like, do you always have, is that your agenda every time you post on social media? Oh, n- another tough day for me today. Hey, be yourself, and it's like bikini. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lingerie. Finally, finally feeling the summer vibes, and it's just a cleavage. Shot. Oh, that's the worst. Summer vibes, and they're just naked. Yeah, Mood. I've always hated the uh, my office today, and it's just their legs are like a beach or a pool. I hate when people go, "Oh, my office for today." Yeah. Oh, look, you're at a Cubs game. Very nice. All you're doing by doing that is trying to make other people feel bad about their situation. <laughs> that, well, that's all social media, isn't it? Pretty much. I mean, everybody goes to Pearl Jam. They all take pictures and videos, and you know they post like a lyric. And oh, I hate God. when they do that. Like, up, Jeremy has spoken, and I'm at the Pearl Jam tonight. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. So I'm the only one out of Pearl Jam. You wrote a dumb lyric. At home, drawing pictures of mountaintops. And yeah. then I'll say checked into Wrigley Field for Pearl Jam. Exactly. God, that is the, you're right, base. I've seen that a lot too. Some things will fade away, but not the memories of tonight. I mean, how do you how do you fall into those social media traps where you constantly make mistakes like that? Because people, like I said, people live via social media. You follow people around daily, every day. You're like, God, you're so boring. But when your social media pictures are of you at a barbecue, and the next week it's you at a Pearl Jam concert, just not even like showing where your seats are, where you're standing, but it's you in front of the Wrigley sign. You're like, man, that guy's pretty active. Did you see that thing I posted on social media about the guy on Craigslist looking for friends? Yeah, that's sad. It says, looking to hire someone to post things to my Facebook page. I will be honest. I have no friends in life. I want to make it look like I have friends. It's kind of sad sounding. The post would be very simple and nothing too outrageous. I'm looking for someone with a real profile, with a real name that wouldn't mind pretending to be my friend. Can pay per post, maybe. Oh, 
God. So when you uh, wrote it back and said you're in, how much was he willing to pay? <laughs> that actually made me sad. That is sad. Poor guy. Well, base. let's wrap it up on this really quick. I- I've been making this list of things that racists make exceptions for. And let me know if you would add anything to the list, okay? I already know what number one is. Of course. What is it? Sex. Yeah, getting laid is number one. Number two, sports betting, although they do say racist stuff about the other players. So, like, if they have money on the Bears, they'll say racist stuff about the Patriots players or something. Yep. Um, for some reason, almost every racist likes Michael Jordan. Uh, racism actually stops when it comes to sports, I've noticed. For, for the most part, yeah. Like, cheering on your home team. Yeah, like like you you'll hate I I can't stand Mexicans I can't stand immigrants oh my god I can't wait for Javi Baez to get <laughs> exactly up there. guys who barely speak English that guy's a stud I mean I know a lot of white and Mexican people who are super racist against black people oh yeah but they're wearing a Michael Jordan jersey exactly so I'm I'm really trying to build out this list if you're a listener things that racists make exceptions for. And also, 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 here's another one that's kind of unique: food. I know a lot of racists who hate a lot of who hate Mexicans and blacks, and there they are. That's a great tacos one. all day. Or that's right. Like, <laughs> eating every kind of food that, that you know, I I don't like any of them. Let's get some Chinese tonight. All right, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Why, why always you, eat the food? Yeah, if you hate Mexican people, why are you eating burritos every day? Because I like yeah, them, I, man. I, yeah. You know those guac, you know those avocados from guac, the guacamole you're eating? The Mexican. <laughs> you know the word salsa didn't originate in freaking Massachusetts, right? <laughs> it is the best. A racist with like, uh, you know, a wife of a different race. And it's like, oh, man, yeah, that's my favorite. And then the poor wife has to sit there as another race and listen to the racist rants and just go along oh, with yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. F these mother effers. And then they each have to sit there with a concerned look on their face. Yeah. All right, sweetie. We've been through order tonight. You're Chinese right. Or Mexican. You're right, Craig. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so email us uh, or whatever. Put on social media. Because I, I really want to compile a huge list of things that racists make exceptions for. And I'll remind you, if you listen to this podcast, we're trying to get to 100,000 listeners, which we're, we're on. We're very close right now. Not Not very close, but... If you tell a friend, we're, and they on, tell, we're making positive strides. We definitely are. I'll tell you that. So we do want to get to a hundred thousand listeners, and we do. We'll have some kind of party, maybe at the RoboCop statue in Detroit, or or something like that. It's our destiny. So tell a friend, and uh, we will holla next week. See ya. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.